The Sisters Grimm podcast is intended for mature audiences only. Please listen at your own discretion. Blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. The most notorious serial killer in the nation, the Night Stalker. The Boston Strangler. The Son of Sam. The infamous Zodiac Killer. What's your favorite scary movie? Hi, I'm Chucky. Wanna play? <laughs> Get away from her, you bitch! <laughs> How'd you do this? Hi, everybody. I don't know why I just said that like Dr. Nick from The Simpsons, but moving on. I am reporting to you live from Siberia. Don't tell my boss. He thinks I ran to Taco Bell for lunch. Uh, I've been operating my vigilante services. Things are going very badly. All of my coworkers, less children, all died. As you all remember from the last time we spoke, I was staked out in the sunken remains of the Titanic. There was only enough oxygen for me, and there was no goddamn way I was sharing it with those kids. So uh, things are going pretty bad. Operations aren't running as usual, so I've started an Etsy business. I sell handmade Chinese throwing stars. I keep getting kicked off because apparently you're not allowed to sell weapons, but uh, you know, ain't nobody going to break my stride. Nobody going to slow me down. I got to keep on moving. (laughs) Uh, So the reason I am addressing you all is because in the beginning of our episode, we have a little spoiler alert for the very first episode of American Horror Story, uh, colon cult. We talk about it for a really short period of time, but... I mean, they are spoilers. Um, I mean, if you haven't watched that episode yet, and I pray that you do, um, just fast forward. When the beginning of the spoiler alert happens, you will hear this uh, lovely sound. Spoiler alert! And then when the spoiler alert is over, you will again hear this sound. Spoiler alert! (laughs) So, uh, I hope you all enjoy this episode. The The Grothers Brim. The Brothers Grimm are fucked up, y'all. Bye. Bye. Have you watched the new episode of American Horror Story? You effing know I have. It's so much better than I thought. Oh, yeah, no. I went in with the lowest expectations I may have ever had for... Is it fucked up of me to say that I was kind of happy Kathy Bates wasn't in it? Oh, I mean, that's fine. I just, like, as much as I loved her as uh, Madame Marie Laveau, or no, that's... No, so, yeah. Uh, the, no, that was the Angela Bassett character. The, the evil one in The Coven. one who was based off of an After actual that, person. I didn't really like her oh, wait, no, in the any other seasons. Too. But, no. yeah, I'm obsessed with this new season of Cult. It is fucked up. It is so fucked up. The part, well, I mean, it's not spoilers. I mean, if you haven't watched it, I mean, if it, you haven't watched whatever. it, then... Fast forward a little bit. I mean, this will be coming out after the second episode's coming out, and if you're a big ol', you know what? I'll just put a little disclaimer. Spoiler alert! The fu- that fucking babysitter when she made She's him watch. Cool. No, when she made him watch, I like basically three guys in a hammer. Yeah, that fucked me up so bad because he's so adorable. He's just so cute with like his little glasses. I know, he's very that made cute. me and the fact that and she, I like that his name's Oz. I think that's a yeah, cute I think little that's name. cute too, and. I think, and uh, it ma- it made me really mad that she made him watch his neighbors get murdered. I don't know what to think about all of that. Uh, my um, 
theory is that because okay freak show took place this is going to be the longest intro ever but it's important um for the times especially for the times considering what the fucking theme of the show was the in, right. for, like the begin like the cold open was like what and the, yeah. the fucking I was theme bawling song? my eyes out in the first two minutes. Oh my of god, the show. me too. And I okay, I'm glad that I'm not. Yeah, I'm I was glad crying. I'm not the only one. I was bawling. I was watching it alone. I was, I was gonna hang out with this guy and watch it, and I was so glad that I didn't because I was bawling. Yeah, I like was I watched the first part maybe with my nose two inches from the screen, right? <laughs> and I was just crying like I, like I'm like did Sarah Paulson. Was she a little extra, I think, in this episode? Yes. But <laughs> she also was, like, spiraling and having a mental issue. So, okay, in Freak Show, that one takes place in the 50s, right? Yeah. Or, like... Wait, you're going to uh, give your whole premonition already? Don't do it yet. You don't want me to give my premonition? Can I, I give know. the one that you were like, what the fuck about? Yeah, because I didn't understand. <laughs> okay, no. Throughout the entire episode, spoiler alert, <clears throat> Sarah Paulson is literally wearing, like, the necklace from the Titanic. It's, like, a blue heart. So I think the next season is going to be about the Titanic. Hmm. I mean, did it, it, I mean, it's kind of American. I noticed the necklace because I thought it was cute. Yeah, and she wears it like the whole, I mean, I'm probably fucking wrong, but like, I feel like Ryan. If it's true, you get a cupcake that says, nice. Nice. <laughs> I'll get you a nice cupcake. And our group of friends, if you call something and you're right, you get a cupcake that says, nice. Nice. Uh, <clears throat> we're fun. We're fun. Spoiler alert! So, this is the Sisters Grim podcast. I am here with the beautiful Morgan Freeberg. That's so like nice of you to like say. My face is sunburnt just around my mouth, so I'm not super beautiful right now. No, you are. You look. I think you think you <clears throat> look worse than you do. Yeah. Like you look glowy. I look scared. Well, I also use like eight different products because I went to Sephora today. But oh, right, um, right, I'm right. also sitting next to. My fun, cool sister who's wearing my clothes. It's Holly Freeberg. Everyone give her a round of applause. Hey. <laughs> I'm prob for being introduced like that, I feel like I'm I am wearing your clothes, but I would like to mention that uh, we tried filming one of the Jeffrey Dahmer episodes like four different times, and yeah. there was this shirt I wore during the Jeffrey Dahmer episodes, and I like kept I wore it every single time we thought we were gonna film it. Or record it rather, <laughs> and it is um, it's a black shirt it's with cursed. two, and I think it's no, it is cursed because well, listen, you should wear it when we go to do our Six Flags thing. Yeah, you guys, we're gonna be at fucking Six Flags. They're letting us. Record we don't know there. the exact date yet, but we're doing it for Fright Fest. Yes. We're gonna do a whole Fright Fest episode. Yeah, we're gonna like uh, hang out. Uh, we're gonna record, do all the cool haunted houses. Yeah. Tell you guys about um. We're going to um, Great America, so Great Six Flags, America. Great America, and Gurney Mills. No, we're going to Great Adventures. They're flying us out I first wish. class. Just kidding. Great to... America's great. Yeah, no, Great America's great. Raging Bull, my shit. Oh my god, I and there's I, there, I haven't been there. It's been a while. It's been a while. Should we maybe discuss what this episode's going to be about? Because we haven't yet. No, we're five minutes and haven't said what it's about. <laughs> so this episode is going to be like uh, Brothers Grimm Stories Part the. We've already done Part a Part, a part Un. And, um, Wait, no. <clears throat> same in German. Oh, girl. Uh, this will be Part Zwei. Zwei. What was Part 1? Um, ein. Ein and Zwein? Zwei. Zwei? We learned earlier I can't. There's too many, like... Ein, Zwei, <laughs> Drei. I know I vier, fucking hate mouth noises. Zex. Sieben, Oct, Neun, Zane, Elf, Zwolf. Zane Malik is one of the numbers? Zane is one of the numbers. Wait, what's, what's Zane? What number is Zane? Nine? Uh, 
No. It's, yeah. Or no, I'm sorry, 10. 10 is Zane, and then Elf is 11, which is, like, cute. And also, the name of my first story should, or it's called, um, <clears throat> The me. Elves? Well, it's called The Elves, or The Elfin. The Elfin? Oh! Um, this story... I wonder if that's where, um... What? Whatever Tolkien... I can't remember. There's too many, like, Are we authors. talking about... Well, yeah, because they yeah, were... Tolkien. The Elfin... Well, I guess that's been around for a long time. Anywho, I'm yeah. sorry. I disreeled you. <clears throat> I, my, I... I apologize a trillion times. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. So, anyways. <laughs> so, the elves, there was actually, like, multiple stories, but I like the first one because it's silly. Um, so, the elves, um, it's obviously written one, by eh? Jacob and Wilhelm Grimm. Grimm. <laughs> That's so stupid. Isn't it Wilhelm, or is it Wilhelm? Oh, uh, yeah, it'd be Wilhelm. Um, anyways. <clears throat> I'll get my talking voice on. Are you going to read kidding. the story sexy? No. Because uh, I think there would be some <laughs> listeners who'd be into it. I'm going to not do that. Um, okay, so. A shoemaker, though through no fault of his own, had become so poor that he only had leather enough for a single pair of shoes. He cut them out one evening and then went to bed, intending to finish them the next morning. Having a clear conscience, he went to bed peacefully, commended himself to God, and fell asleep. Okay, don't know if that, that was added in. Condemned himself. Do you think Commended he... himself. I'm assuming that's praying. Praying? Oh, I was so picturing... prayed. I was thinking the flogging scene from the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> that's pretty much what He's it was. He's like, I'm sorry, my lord. Um, so the next day, after saying his prayers, we get it. Um, we he get was... it. You love God. He oh was about God. to return to work when he found the shoes on his workbench completely finished amazed he did not know what to say he picked up the shoes in order to examine them more closely they were so well made not a single stitch was out of place just as if they were intended as a masterpiece okay um a customer soon came by and he liked the shoes so much that he paid more than the usual price for them and i'm gonna call uh him peter that's gonna be the name of the shoemaker he doesn't have a name no no one has names yeah no no one at all so None peter of the, the shoemaker stories have okay, uh i you. but um uh and the shoemaker he now had enough money to buy two leather for two pairs of shoes oh my so he's God. moving up <clears throat> so that evening he, uh, he got... cut them out intended again to continue on them the next morning with good cheer um but he did not need to because when he woke up the next morning they were already finished again um, and then customers bought them, paying him enough. So now that he could buy four pairs of leather for the shoes. So we're, like, doing good. We're, like, making profits. We're, like, expanding. It's exponentially growing. Yeah, by the day. I think by, like, the f- sixth transaction. By the way, the story is not scary at all. I just thought it was cute and funny. Oh. <laughs> um, anyways. Um, early the next morning. Do we find out morning. who's making the shoes? Yes. Okay. Pay attention and have patience. No. So, um, he was now able to, um, buy enough leather for four pairs of shoes. Um, but same thing, next morning, he found all of the shoes finished, and so it continued. Whatever he cut them out, um, in the evening time, it'd be finished the following morning. That was like Cinderella with all the beans, remember? Yeah, it was like the bean situation. Um, he now had a respectable income, and the time became a wealthy man. With time became a wealthy man. Did he buy a new house? Um, Was he on MTV Cribs? Yes. Cool. Um, one evening, shortly before Christmas, just before going to bed and having already cut out a number of shoes, he said to his wife, why don't we stay up tonight and see who is giving us this helping hand? His wife was all for shizzle. I would have wondered that 
after the second time it happened. Yeah, I'd be, like, getting scared-ish. I'd be um, like, someone is still breaking into my house. Are they doing something cool? Yeah, but, like... Right. Um, so they lit a candle. They hid themselves behind some clothes that were hanging in a corner of the room. Great spot. Um, and at midnight, two cute little naked men appeared. Ew! Sitting down at the workbench, they picked up the cut-out pieces and worked so unbelievably quickly and nimbly that the amazed nimbly. the shoemaker could not take his eyes from them. Um, they did not stop until they had finished. They placed the completed shoes on the workbench and they quickly ran away. So, oh, I, little a, naked guys. There's, no, there's a lot to unpack. So, are they little men who are naked or are they regular size men that are naked but they're like really skinny no they're like little elves little tiny oh they're little elves elves, but they're nude naked little elves so this husband and wife when i picture it in my head it's like two garden gnome sized like guys that are just naked basically babies with like old guy faces i'm just picturing david the gnome and his wife and it's kind of weird cuz uh, people were wondering what was going on in that bed you right. it's a little before your time i have no idea what you're talking they about they had a weird bed situation um so i'll do one of mine I'm now not done Oh my god. How much more? There's like a little bit more. Um, and it's the best part of the story. Um, so the next morning the wife uh, said that the little men have made us wealthy. We must show them our thanks. They're running around with nothing on freezing. And you know what? I want to make them some clothes, some shirts, some jackets, undershirts, and trousers. So she got to work. She made all of their clothes because um, the husband agreed. And that evening, when everything was finished, they set the presents out instead of the unfinished work, and they hid themselves in order to see what the little men would do, and at midnight, they came skipping in again, um, intending to start work, Um, but when they saw the clothes instead, uh, they at first seemed puzzled, but then delighted. They quickly put them on, then stroking the beautiful clothes on their bodies, and they sang, Zin wir nicht naben glat und fein, was wollen wir lange Schweister sein? Which means we are not boys neat and fine. No longer cobblers shall we be. What? It rhymes better in German. Um, Does it? And then they hopped and danced about and uh, left. And they never returned. <laughs> and then they all died. But that- it is to be pointed out that the shoemaker did really, really well and succeeded in everything that he did. That's literally how the story ends. <laughs> Yeah, that was not scary whatsoever. I just really liked the I little. Was ex- I liked the little. Uh, I was expecting song for- at the end. That's why I picked it. Okay, I get it. Um, I uh, was expecting for the little else to stab the husband and wife with little knives, just nah, like little stabby, 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 stab, 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 stab. But yeah, that's the elves. That's the elves. Well, now f- fuck, I'm taking it down real. That's good. <laughs> real bad with Fitcher's Bert. So- also, um, I would like to. S- before we get into another one, I just want to point out that the Grimm brothers didn't write these stories. They've collected the tales over time, and I they're like they handed the, down generation to generation. I think they were the original writers, and then other people's are adaptations of their stories. That's what the no. Pittsburgh, like, um, where did you get your stories? Where did I get my information? Online. Like, did you go to the Pittsburgh Educate or like no. some college like put up all of them and it has like all the dates. Did you know that the original one came out on my birthday? Ooh, of which one? That little old naked men one? No, the book. Oh, the book it was published on my birthday, December twentieth of like eighteen twelve. Synchronicity. Right. So my next story is Fitcher's Bird. Um, I really wanted to do this one because when I was in art school for a typography class, we had to design a book cover, and my teacher was such a fucking like. 
art teachers are fucking cool. Like, all my art teachers were cool. Well, no, they were they were good. Yeah. They were good. Um, and this teacher was, shout out to Joyce. <laughs> Joyce was awesome. Um, and so she gave everybody in the class, all, like, seven of us, a uh, Brothers Grimm story. And I got Fitcher's Bird. And so we were supposed to, like, read the story and then, like, make a book cover and make a, uh, I don't know, just other book shit. So it's about a sorcerer uh, who would pretend to be an old man and he would go door to door and kidnap young women. And when I started reading it, I was like, wait, is this the biography of Albert Fish? Right. Was Albert Fish a sorcerer? There's, uh, that's a really, how else would you survive sticking 25 fucking needles into young tanks? And under his fingernails. So, the story goes, one day the sorcerer went to the house where three daughters lived. He traveled with a basket he wore on his back. I would like to point out that the size of... Like a basket book bag? Kind of. The the size of the basket is never explained, and it's something I have (laughs) the biggest question about. Okay. And you will too. Um, And he would beg for food. When the first daughter came to the door to give him a piece of bread, he touched her, and then she was... Where? Like, when... Like, you know how, like, you brush, if you're, like, handing someone a piece oh, of, yeah. a lovely piece of bread and your, like, hands, like, seductively touch each For sure. Uh, happens she to was, me at work all the time. Yeah. So, magically, she was forced into the bag. The basket, rather. Oh, So, so I think it's hu- I think it's human size, which is a big-ass basket. Well, it's obviously a magical basket if yes. he just touched if, her and she went right. into the basket. And, yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. Like, like, maybe Hermione's she gets really purse. little. Yeah, that's what or I was like, kind of thinking. Or, uh, like, the, the grandma's purse in uh, Hocus there, Pocus. Yeah. It, I mean, it, Which I've it, always wanted, by the way. Yeah. There's a sorcerer, so you have to understand, like, get into, like, the magical realism mm-hmm. of what's going on. So, yeah. Yeah, there were elves in my story. Yeah, right? Um... Uh, so he took her to his house. It was in the middle of the forest, which is the best place to be taken to if you've been kidnapped. Yikes. You want to go where no one is going to find you. Uh, he or told, hear you. Yeah. Um, he told her that he uh, would give her anything she wanted, that she was going to really like it there, and that um, after he she performed this test for him, he would give her anything her heart desired. I'd be like, uh, cool, my heart desires to go home to my family. <laughs> um, so he leaves, he gives her all the keys to the house, tells her she can go where she wants, except for this one locked room. Uh, and then he also gives her an egg, because along with being a sorcerer, he's a home ec teacher, uh, who wanted her to learn the responsibilities of having a child, apparently. I don't get the egg thing. You'd think it would have something to do with the Fitcher's bird thing. Right. Not at all. Not even a little bit. So, uh, Curiosity gets the best of her, and she goes into the room where she's not supposed to go and finds a huge basin filled with blood. Whoa. Blood and dismembered body parts of numerous dead girls. I would like to point out that these... Fucking stories were aimed for children. Yeah, yours... And people were fucking pissed when they were published, because they were like, this is not a children's story. Yours? Cute. Oh, wait, what's this one's called again? Fitcher's Bird. Oh, yeah, how do you say it in German? Fitcher's Vogel. Fitcher's Vogel? Mm-hmm. So, bird is... Er, Vogel means bird. Cute. Um. So... She's in this room. Yeah, but, yeah, this is so fucked up. And I would like to point, reiterate that this was for school. A teacher assigned me to read this story. Good thing I'm, like, cool about this stuff, you know? I mean, it's like this teacher knew I was going to someday have a podcast called The Sisters Grimm. She got you, She fucking predicted my life. She was so cool. I could go off on tangents, but we don't have time because we're going to go see the movie at 
Yeah, we're trying to go and see we're the really 950 showing of it. Yeah, yeah, We're yeah. going to give you our all, but, like, we really want to go fucking see the movie It. Yeah, okay, I so have, like, a serious hard borner for, um, Any Skarsgård. Any, but Does Bill it. is my number one. No, I don't know. I love him and Alexander. Stellan's obviously in there. You would fuck Gustav Stellan. Gustav seems cool, but, um, yeah, I'm really, really fucking excited. Anywho. So, so this girl was in the room she wasn't, like, a room that, like, I feel like it reminds me of the movie Hostel. Like, just, like, chopped up body parts, you know, like, in the first one when, like, yeah. the dude is, like, trying to... I forget his name and I don't care. Um, She's, like, trying to escape and he, like, sees, like, the room where the guy's eating. Uh, Victor Crumb. I'm get, I'm thinking my oh, beginning yeah. the second That's two, the confused. director of uh, Cannibal Holocaust, you know, who's, like, eating um, him hello. And, and, like, working yeah. on him. Yeah, no, movie. Eli Roth loves him. Ruggiero Diodato is literally goals. He's the craziest man. He made Cannibal Holocaust... Uh, which is literally, I mean, Green Inferno is like, I mean, it's, eh, I mean, it's in it's the in same the vein. It's in the same vein. It definitely has different beats. Like, there's definitely not a scene in Cannibal Holocaust where a kid gets really high and then they eat him and then they all get high. <laughs> oh my God, I forgot about that. <laughs> and by kid, I mean, uh, fucking, uh. What's his face? What's his face from Spy Kids? Oh my God, Junie. Junie, yeah. So, anywho. Remember my story, Fitcher's Bird? I do. So, last week, last week on Fitcher's Bird... Um, oh my god, that could be like the name of like a CW show. I Oh, Fitcher's... Last week on Fitcher's Bird. I mean, there's a Brothers Grimm TV show. I know. There could be a spinoff called Fitcher's Bird. The went, I mean... The remake. They should put it on fucking like... Uh, I mean, this is like some Game of Thrones shit. Um, so, I really hope I hit the record button. Okay, I did. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> So, uh, the sister, she's in the bad room. She was so scared that she accidentally dropped the egg into the blood basin, which was probably the worst place she could have dropped the egg. I would um, say, yeah. Because not only, like, because she kept wiping, yeah, well, first of all, she puts her hands in the goddamn basin, and so she keeps trying to wash off her hands and the blood, and because everything's magic, it, you know. Right. It won't wash off. And so he comes back, and he's like, oh, fuck. And so he chops her up, and she's in the room. So he goes back to the house, does the same thing to the second sister. All the same beats happen again. Right. She gets keys and egg. She goes in the room. She's a dumbass and drops the egg. And, like, I mean, but she, like, went and There's a lot of repetition in these stories. There is. It's almost like they stop giving up. And there's always threes. Yeah. There's lots of threes. Um, I mean, it was, they could, I mean, it was the late 1800s. What are you going to do? Um, so yeah, same exact thing happens. So he goes back and he gets the third girl, uh, third sister rather. Let me guess, she's a little bit smarter. Uh, yeah, I literally have. She's more cunning. Hell yeah. Uh, says the brothers grim, their wording. I would have been like, she was fucking genius, yo. She was a smart ass little bitch. Is what I would unfortunately say because I'm white trash. Yeah, no, same. Um. So she gets there, she finds the room, and she sets the egg aside. Doy. Duh, bitches. Like, he was, it's not like he set up fucking cameras in the 1800s. Right. The egg just has to be present when he gets back. She can just, like, lay the egg down. She leave, yeah, leave fuck it the in egg. the fridge. Fuck the egg. She goes into the rooms and she sees her chopped up sister. She takes all of their body parts, lays them out next to each other. She had to have, like, 
Honestly, if there was you and then, like, another version of you, like, maybe they have vastly different body types because she, like, laid out all of the parts, like, where they're supposed to go. You think you would know what my, um, cut up, uh, dead body parts would look like? That's well, sweet. I would know where to put you back together, whereas if there was, like, if you had, like, an identical twin, oh, I would right. get, like, arms mixed up unless, mm-hmm. like, you had very distinct, you know birthmarks plus we don't know like what kind of how many chops there are right but all the pieces like moved and went back together and they came back to life and so she was like hide in this fucking closet and they'll come and get you because you're both idiots (laughs) what they both are perfectly fine or are they like crazy zombie bitches no that's not explained maybe then no i think they're totally fine um, sure. Yeah, I mean, I it's, buy ma- it. it's magic. <laughs> they were magically forced into a small basket. <laughs> right. So anyways, uh, Sorcerer comes back, sees that the eggs in- are fine, um, and assumes that she obeyed him, and so he's like, cool, now we're gonna get married. Uh, <laughs> well, this is one day. Yeah. Cool. Oh, no, the same day. This all happens within, like, probably a 24-hour period. Where does I'm he not keep going? Lie. To get more bitches? I think, okay, the way I see it is that this is, he's a process killer, and he's going to kill these girls regardless, but he likes the whole like Seeing I'm if gonna give stupid. it's the home ec teacher in him he like wants to give them an egg to see if they're gonna be a good wife okay. uh, maybe but I mean he does intention well no that's I mean he does eventually he is gonna he I broke my egg so many times during that project in school that I got in like trouble but it's just because people kept fucking with me yeah like, this one kid like literally put my egg in his pocket and then forgot like okay Plus, I'm not a parent, but I'm pretty sure eggs and babies are, like, a thousand percent different. I think size-wise, at least, yeah. <laughs> like, should you not throw both of them? I wouldn't suggest it. I wouldn't. Should you drop either of them? Also, no. But, like, you're going to be a lot more careful. Hold Like, your, like, human instincts are going to kick in if you're yeah, holding a it's baby. It's different. It's different. We ain't chickens. <clears throat> But a big old bird is about to come up into this story. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was wondering when the fucking Vogel was going to come in. Oh, my God. The Vulgan is... Vogel. Whatever. Um, So, yeah. She tells her sisters to stay in the closet and not to talk because they're fucking stupid. But, like, she's a badass bitch. And so she tells him that, uh, like, they'll get married. Um, He needs to, like, go off and... Oh, he needs... Okay. He agrees... She agrees to marry him, and she says, well, because she passed the test, he has to do anything she says now. What? Yeah, it's weird. Like, he kind of, I don't know. It's it's, like a weird Stockholm Syndrome. It's very weird. Well, no, no, no. Listen. So she's like, okay, I'll marry you. Um, I need to get ready for the wedding. I'd be like, I'm aware that you killed both my sisters. No, 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 no. Listen. So she tells them, I'm going, you're going to fill your basket full of gold. And you are going to give it to my parents. Yeah. And so she takes the basket and puts her sisters inside because gold is super fucking heavy. Uh-huh. And so she puts her sisters inside the basket. Again, don't know how big this basket is. Right. Uh, and so he carries them home and, like, he would, like, rest every once in a while and then one of the sisters would be, like, she would say something and he would always think it was her because he's, like... I don't know, maybe she was really good at throwing her voice, but she would be like, I can see that you're rusting, you need to fucking go, basically. Mm-hmm. And she was there too? No, 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 the sister is at the house. So, meanwhile, the third sister's getting ready for her wedding, and she's like... She's down with it? Well, just, no, and she's just like going through the motions. Okay. And, you know, like every woman decorating for her wedding, she takes a skull, which she decorates with jewels, and gives it a crown of flowers, and Pretty. puts it in... Like, she, she like dresses it up so it doesn't look like a skull, but there were a lot of skulls, oh God, apparently. Let's do these for and our weddings. And she puts it in the... No, Morgan, once you hear the end of the story, 
you're gonna not want to do this for your okay, wedding. Anyway. But actually, I'll ask you. I'll do a follow up. So, she puts uh, the skull in the window to make it look like someone's looking out of the window. Then for I don't I fucking don't know why she covers covers her entire body in honey, cuts uh-huh. open a mattress and rolls around in all the feathers making her look like a giant bird so no one would recognize her. Because apparently at this time, wigs, sunglasses, hats, she could have put on his clothes or something, literally anything. It was in the goddamn forest. I feel like she could have... Right. So she dresses up. She's a bird. She's a naked honey bird. She's a naked honey bird. Cute. And so she's like trying to get back to her house and guests for the wedding start coming so like his friends so like they're not cool people obviously because he's like a fucking serial killer mm-hmm. he's literally H.H. Holmes um so guests would be coming and they'd be like hey Fitcher's bird where are you coming from and she's like Fitcher's house Fitcher is never explained right they never say so I was the like, sorcerer's name is Fitcher no that's what I was thinking too I was like oh so, okay is this when they're deciding to tell us that he's Fitcher right but then she Comes up to, well, also, also, these people were completely nonplussed by a giant bird. Not only a giant human sized bird, but a giant human, like a talking bird. And, they're and also, like, oh, clearly cool. a human with feathers. Yeah. Like, I, I'm, I mean, she didn't have a beak. Yeah, her body was still human shaped. She didn't have wings, it was arms. Right. She had arms. She was a human. Being. <laughs> How dumb were these fucking people? Um, and so then she runs into the, uh, her, the dude, she bumps bumps into the sorcerer and he's like, Hey, Fitcher's bird, where are you coming from? And she was like, Fitcher's house, which I think is his house. I seriously don't know. And I Googled it so much. I was like, okay, maybe like, cause there's like a thing I think people who've been tarred and feathered are called. So I was like, oh, maybe Uh, Fitcher's bird is that. It's not. I have hmm. nothing. I have nothing. It's like how they don't give their characters... There's no follow-up in the story? They don't give their characters names, but they will just attribute names to things, but it's like... What? I don't know. Yeah, who's Fitcher? Then who was Fitcher? Maybe it's a German thing. I don't know, man. So, uh, so she's like, I'm coming from Fitcher's house, and he's like, well, what's my bride doing? And she was like, when you get there, she'll be looking out the window. So he gets back to the house, and he and all of his wedding guests go into the house... The sisters' brothers, who we're just learning about now, <laughs> go to the house, lock all the doors, set it on fire, and kills everyone inside. So, so do you want your wedding to end like that? Is what I'm asking now. No, but the skull still sounds cool. Okay, so, so what yeah. was the point of her decorating the skull? She knew she was about to like no, honey herself. Well, because he got to the house and saw that she was waiting for him in the window. Yeah, right? Uh, Fitcher's bird was a smart bitch. Is she, I don't, what a weird-ass fucking story. I know. I like to picture Big Bird. Like, uh, oh, what is that movie? Is it Big Bird Go Home or something? I it's have a no great idea. movie. That's what I pictured. So shall I um, move on to my next little ditty? Um, actually, I have a really, really, really short one. Okay. And it's good. And it's kind of, well. You hit that one first and it's, then I'll hit it's my funny, last one. It's, it's funny to me. Okay. But uh, it's not funny and lighthearted the way yours was. It is. Yeah, mine was like cute. Yours was cute. Those little naked men. I hope they come and make shoes for me. But had you heard that story before the the elves one? No, because I had heard something similar, but they weren't naked in it. Um, I maybe. I mean, it I remember the shoemaker familiar. leaving the stuff and it being yeah. made when he. Woke I don't. Up. I don't remember it being little naked men. No, I wish either. I did. Um. So, anywho, this story is called the Singing Bone. It. Um, uh, 
otherwise known as oh, yeah. um, Der Zingen Nochen. Der Zingen Nochen? Der Zingen Nochen. Something like that. Der Zingen Hangen? Nochen. Nochen. Well, okay. Nochen. It sucks. It's so crazy that like My other... My German's very, very broken. Um, You can make that noise though. Because like, it's so crazy like how like uh, other people who aren't American and people who are American like can't say certain like German words because like we don't grow up with that like... Oh, that's true. We yeah. don't grow up with like the... Like we don't grow up seeing our parents like making that mouth. Right, so like we don't movement? understand it. Isn't that blows your mind? It does. Morgan Maybe also got I, some killer weed, yeah, so I'm we're very, like very spaced high right now. So, anyways, plus we have to be stoned for this movie. The singing bone. See. Should we get popcorn? They got a butter fountain there. Ugh. You we should just drink oh. a glass of it. Yeah, I'm just gonna do some shots of butter. Oh, and then we should get a Morgan, bunch of crunch on. and pour them into the popcorn. Oh, that is actually really fucking good. Uh, or but it's better with uh, peanut butter M and M's. Mm, I need like that hard shell. I love that hard shell. They get melty under now. <laughs> so <laughs> anywho's all singing bone. The singing bone. The singing bone. The yeah. singing bone. <laughs> that is one hundred that had to be some like blues singer from Chicago. What I just did? Like the singing bone. No, not what oh, you I just did. An saying. actual man. Alright, tell me about the singing bone or der singen nochen. So there was a wild boar just running all over the fucking place in this kingdom. He was killing everybody. He was ruining everything. Like just Shitty. a huge asshole. Anyone who tried to kill the boar ended up dying. The king was like, fuck, we gotta get rid of this bull. He's like, anyone that can fucking kill this bull can have my daughter as a wife because I view my daughter as property and I can <laughs> that I can give away because I'm gross. <laughs> yeah, yuck. Um, uh, there were the, these three brothers in the kingdom. The oldest brother... Were they the brothers who burnt the house down in the last story, I would assume? Probably. Probably. It probably was. It's the same family over and over again and they just keep having all this really weird shit happen to them. Right. Um, we'll call them the Smiths. Yeah, so the oldest Smith was very sly and very clever. Mm. The middle brother had average, average intelligence, and the younger brother was just <laughs> a stone cold dum dum, hmm. just like huge. Who do you think was better idiot. in bed? Uh, I'd say average because he's like giving it the well, maybe dum dum. Honestly, dum dums are usually well, pretty good okay. in bed. It depends how dum dum he is. Because, like, <laughs> dumb people have sex. Because having sex... It's a Nick Kroll joke where he talks about only dumb people have sex because it's like, Ugh, I want to put myself in your body. <laughs> Which is, like, kind of how I think about sex, but... So, the two oldest brothers, smarty and not so smarty... <laughs> they Real went, smart and not so much. Uh, they went together to catch the boar, and Dum Dum went by himself. Classic Dum Dum. Classic stupid. Classic Dum Dum. So while Dum Dum was walking through the forest, he ran into an old man who gave him a sword, uh, a lance specifically, uh, and told, which is like categorically smaller than a sword. It's right. just like a really like ouchy piece of metal. I feel it's like, like. A, yeah. So anywho, he gives it to him and is like, "It's gonna kill the boar." So Dum Dum finds the boar. Is it magic? I think it might be. Well, because he like barely like touches it. He's like. Ugh. And then the boar dies, and he carries it on his shoulders and starts happily walking home, uh -huh. super proud of himself. Uh, he um, like meets up with his brothers, and they're like really drunk for some reason. <laughs> sure, they like gave up on trying to find the boar. And just got they, drunk like, instead. They just like got drunk, and his brothers were like, "Oh my god, you should come and drink with us. It'll be so much fun." 
Uh, and the story says Dum Dum went with them because he was too stupid to sense any danger. Mm-hmm. But I would argue that he went with them because they were his brothers. Right. Why? Are they, like, not so chill? Yeah, like, that was never explained. Right. That exposition was never... Like, we don't know their relationship with one another. Right. Is Like, as far as I'm concerned, like, maybe... I mean, they did let him go by himself, but maybe they were just trying to, like, teach him to be more self-independent. Hmm. Independent. Right. So, anywho's all. But... <laughs> Uh, as luck would have it, he was in danger because his brothers decided that they were going to kill him. They were walking what the back. Fuck? Yeah, they were walking back to their house. They let him walk a little ahead of them, and they attacked him, like beat the shit out of him, and buried his body under a bridge. Oh my god! Yeah. Then the oldest brother took the boar back, brought it to the king, and as promised, was given the princess to be his bride. No question. The smartest asked. one. The oldest. Yeah. Yeah. Abby, average Joe is just like right. working his nine to five job. Um, all the dudes, but he was down for killing his brother for yeah, his other no, brother. All these dudes are fucking fuckboys. Right. They just want traditionally good looking girls to boink for eternity. They're Who's to gross. say she was even that cute. Oh no, it was it was mentioned that she was so beautiful. Okay, so that was why people wanted. That's why right. people were going and risking their lives. Do you know how many lives right. were lost? Like, go eat a dick, King. Um, so several years, uh, passed and a shepherd stumbled across the bones of the younger brother. Mm-hmm. Um, like the bone was so like white and like pristine. He decided he wanted to use it as the mouthpiece of his horn. So he fitted the bone to his horn and he was about to play, but the bone, his horn just started singing on its own and was, and said, Oh dear shepherd, you are blowing on my bone. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. My brother struck me dead and buried beneath the bridge to get the wild boar. Wait, hold on. Yeah, I, what? You this are blowing on my songy. bone really fucks me up. Well, he was dumb. He didn't know how to rhyme. Yeah. Oh, dear shepherd, you are blowing on my bone. My brother struck me dead. They buried me under the bridge by Anthony Kiedis. <laughs> <laughs> to get the wild boar for the daughter of the king. Honestly, you're blowing my bone is the how best long, long. How long has this dude been dead? Um, it says several years. So <laughs> that's anywhere from like two to a thousand. Right. <laughs> I don't know. No, I mean, it's within the other brother's lifetime. Okay. So, um, so the shepherd brings the horde to the king and, uh, the bow, you know, the blow, the bone horn sings the hottest track of 1812. Right. <laughs> and uh, then they had the rest of the skeleton dug up. The two shitty brothers were thrown into the water. Shit. And drowned. Um, and the little brother's bones were given a beautiful, beautiful... Burial? Burial, yeah. And so, I'm, I mean, that's, that's a story that doesn't end with, and they all died, too. Yours and this one. So you uh, you have a good one. You have like a big old classic. Yeah, but that one was like fucking lit. Wasn't that one really good? It was yucky. It was short and what sweet. What dick? So I'm guessing the one guy didn't end up like really, or him and the princess like. They didn't say anything about the princess. Up. Obviously, yeah. No, what's they up say, with her? They say nothing. They give Morgan. They give very little information. So little detail. That's why these stories have been rewritten because they're so right. like so much. We're reading the origins. Yeah, and I think, like, they must have been, like, doing ether or something. Yeah, for Some sure. Some old, they were, like, totally... Um, Opium. Yeah, no, they were, like, Tom, uh, Hunter S. Thompsoning it. <laughs> for sure. So, so, me next story is Hansel and Gretel, or Hansel and Gretel. 
Which really is just, like, saying Hansel and Gretel, but, like, you have, like, uh, you just smoke some pot, (laughs) and, like, you have a little bit of a gurgle. Right. So a lot of people nail this theory. Um, Was that, was that, what accent was that? Was that Southern German? I don't know. This Rufino Chianti is really good. (laughs) Let's take a, let's have a cheers and take a sip. I don't have any anymore. You You finished yours? Good for you, then. It's empty, and isn't that bad luck? Isn't it bad? Or no, it's is that with water? It's bad to cheers with water. Oh. It's fine. I just drink mine. Can I, what about Diet Coke? What do they say about DC? I've already taken my drink. Anyways, Hansel and Gretel. I was so, the bowl. Oh, there it is. There, next to a great forest, there lived a poor woodcutter and his wife and his two children, aka Hansel and Gretel. Lots of woodcutters in these stories. That's the only profession yeah. that the and Brothers Grimm can think of. Not They're a like, very fucking good one, because mommy and daddy were poor. Um, they had uh, but little to eat, and once when a great famine came to the land, he could no longer provide even their daily bread. Um, the mom decided to be fake as fuck, and she said, What is to become of us? How can we feed our children when we have nothing for ourselves? Um, they should have just eaten the kids. Fuck it. I mean, <laughs> Sure. Um, but basically the mom was like, early tomorrow morning, we're just going to take the kids out into the fucking thickest part of the woods, uh, make a fire for them, give them each a little piece of bread and just leave them there. And we're going to leave. I mean, I get it. Population, like the population control is crazy. Had not been an issue yet in 1812. I know. But how effed is that? No. Luckily the dad was like, um... No, I don't think we should do that. Oh, the dad was, like, real? Yeah, but apparently she, like, forced him. Like, she, like, it says, like, she gave him no peace until he agreed. Which means she was probably, like, poking him and being like, we're doing it, we're doing it, we're gonna do it. Oh, you guys couldn't see that, but Morgan actually poked me and it really hurt. And I'm probably gonna bruise, because I'm... Hard fingers, I'm sorry. I have the worst iron. I have iron deficiency. Iron deficiency. Iron. So... Uh, so, anyways. So, Dad was like, no. So, he obviously takes them somewhere else, I'm guessing. That well, ha- that's a theme in all No. What happens is the kids hadn't fallen asleep yet, and they heard this whole damn conversation. Oh, shit. So, they were like, wow, Mom's fake as fuck. No. <laughs> fuck Mom. Mom can suck a dick. I've heard Mom talk about me, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, anyways. It's fun hearing people. Well, it's fun, but weird. Like, have you ever had that? Like, you hear people talking about you? Uh-huh. That happened I don't to- really want to talk about it, though. <laughs> no. Well, it happened to me at work a uh, couple days ago. It's never good when it's at work. It's never happened to me at work. Well, luckily. it happened to me at work. I was, like, walking in, like, for the oh, day. Oh, you told me the story, and it's actually kind of funny. No, it's super Please funny. Please tell the story okay. while I check this text really quick. Cool. Um, so... I walk into work and uh, I hear my boss and one of, I, I'm a graphic designer, I work at an ad agency and so we have uh, salespeople and the salespeople are like the uh, middleman in between the client and the designer and sh- uh, this person was talking shit about me and my boss was standing up for me. But I walked in and I could, and I heard my name and so I knew they were talking about me and I didn't want them, I didn't want them to see me. And so, and like, stop talking about me. So, uh, we have like a cubicle situation. So I, uh, hid in one of the far cubicles away. I literally crouched down because, um, you can't, 
tell, but if you like yeah, follow this is me, the part that you don't follow me on social media. I have a very high bun usually, so I had to like crouch because I didn't want because your bun is so high. I didn't want my bun to be like popping out. Like they would have been like, "Fuck, there's Holly." Well, there's clearly Holly. <laughs> there's Holly. I see your bun. So, uh, so yeah, I just like listened to them talk to me. My boss was real as fuck and stood up for me. Yeah, she. He's a real. I mean, he it's, seems cool. It's totally whatever. I mean, she's a very very good salesman. Uh, she's great. I love her. Uh, my heart goes out to her. I hope she has a great day. Any fucking ways. Anyways, Back so, to no, no, no. Girl. But the best part of that story is I didn't know what a good amount of time would be for me to come out of that cubicle to make it seem <laughs> like I hadn't heard what they were talking didn't about. Didn't you say you were like playing on your phone for a second? No, I just crouched there thinking about what they had just said. <laughs> what if they saw for your about feet? five minutes. No, I was deep in this cubicle. <laughs> I mean, like, they're like fairly deep and I was crouched and I was, I like, I, I like, it was partly I didn't want to move and partly I could not move. Yeah, no. <laughs> Mostly because I, I thought it was honestly funny. Because, like, my boss stood up for me when oh, I was that's really nice. And it's nice to know that you, like, know that without that, having to be exactly. around. Exactly. That's, cool. that's why it was, that's why it was cool. Yeah. Um, so back so, to Hans, so, Hansi and Gretty. Hansi Gretzies. Um, so as soon as the adults had fallen asleep, um, Hansel had got up, put on his jacket, opened the lower door. So it was one of those, like, double doors like we have at Mom and Dad's house, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... And crept outside. The moon was don't shining know the brightly. Of that door. Um, Why does the door need to be like so that? So, like when you were to like pies on back in the day, I think, and just yeah. half of your body wanted. Well, you to could come open inside. it if someone like was selling something. Okay, so they, you don't have to open your whole door. I don't fucking know, Holly. No, Anyways, that is no. I be, that is a, like good like conjecture. Ask mom. She's told me, and it's a thing. Cool, cool, cool. Tight, tight, tight. Okay, should we call mom and ask? Yeah, let's call her. Call. Uh, Go to go to the phones. Let's go to the phones. Let's go to we the phones, mom. and I'll just text her really quick. And... No, Morgan, we're not going to actually do that. <laughs> All right, fine. Anyways, that was a good so, bit, but I'm yes no. So, no, anyways, but... he went out that half door, uh, and he crept outside. The moon was shining brightly, and the white pebbles in front of the house were glistening like silver coins. Hansel bent over and filled his jacket pocket with stones, as many as would fit. Um, and then he went back into the house and said, don't worry, Gretel, sleep well. God will not forsake us. And then he went back to bed. So um, Hansel put all these rocks in his pockets? Hansel's got rocks in his pockets. Gretel asleep. Okay. Um, at daybreak, even before sunrise, uh, the woman came and woke the two children, a.k.a. the mom. Get up, you lazy bones. We're going to the woods to fetch wood. Okay, bitch. Um, then she gave like, each um, a no. little piece of bread, like she was saying. Um, she said, here's something for the midday. Don't eat it any sooner. Would uh, not take Because you're not going to get woman. any more. Would not take food from that Um, woman. Gretel put, uh, the bread under her apron because Hansel's pockets were obviously, like, full of stones. <laughs> they were already, they were already spoken for. Um, and then all together they went into the woods. Um. Whole fam? Hansel was, like, stopping and, like, looking back at the house, I think, to, like, kind of find his way. Because they were, like... Fuck you guys. You're not going to leave us. We're going to find our way back home. Why we want to come back and live with these shitty parents. Is that where the stones come into play? Let's see. Um, (laughs) uh, Father said, Hansel, why are you stopping and looking back? Pay attention now and don't forget your legs. Don't forget your legs? Hansel said, "Uh, I'm looking at my white cat that's sitting on the roof and wants to say goodbye to me. Creeps. 
I'd be like, if I was the dad, I'd be like, thank God we're getting rid of you. You say the weirdest fucking shit, Hansel, I swear to God. Because they didn't actually have a cat. The mom was like, you fool, that isn't your cat. That's the morning sun shining on the chimney. However, Hansel had not been looking at his cat, but instead had been dropping shiny pebbles from his pocket into the path. And when they arrived in the middle of the woods, the father said, you children, gather some wood and I will make a fire so you won't freeze. Hansel and Gretel... Grab twigs and all that shit. It's very much uh, like in the Brady Bunch when uh, Bobby, on the ho- the Hawaii episodes, when Bobby, like, drops his popcorn. Yeah. It's exactly like that. I'm or, sure that's where Bobby got the idea from. Yeah, Bobby was like, uh, yeah, I read, I've read, I've read Hansel and Gretel before, you we fucking We all know idiot. Hansel and Gretel. Um, no, so, he was really sad. He's like, oh, my popcorn. Anyway, right. continue. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, freaking, uh, so, so they ditched the kids. Um, uh, after the full moon had come up, Hansel took his sister by the hand, they followed the pebbles, um, and, like, went back, you know, traveled throughout the whole night, and it was morning break, broke, they arrived back at the parents' house, they knocked on the door, and when the mom saw that it was Hansel and Gretel, she said, you wicked children, why did you sleep so long in the woods, we thought that you did not want to come back. What? Bitch. So she was like, oh, I... But the dad was really happy that he saw the kids. He didn't want to leave them, but, you know, whatever. So um, she was just uh, assuming that they would, like, not be able to get the- find their way back and, like, starve or something. Yeah, that's what the plan was. That's, they were taking, they took him out to, like, the thickest part of the woods, which means, like, the deepest part of the woods. Right, right, right. And was like... That's where the most, the biggest bye. dinosaurs are. Right. Um, okay, I get, okay. And then they made... So, not long after... Um, once again, great need everywhere and one evening. Wait, what? Did you say Gritney? Not long after there was once again great need everywhere. What the fuck does that mean? Anyway, there was great need everywhere for And the food, one probably. evening the children heard the mother say to the father, "We have again eaten everything and we only have oh. half a loaf of bread so we have to get rid of the kids." There was great need. So they probably like were even more poor. Yeah. Um I thought you said Britney like you got Gretel and Britney confused. Right. But continue, please. So again, the mom was like, we need to fucking ditch these kids. And the dad was like, I don't think we should. Um, But, you know, again, mom was like a bitch. And again, the kids were still awake and heard. Um, So Hansel got up again, gathered some more pebs. Um, but the woman Mr. had Pops. locked the door and Hansel could not get out, so he couldn't get the peppies this time. <laughs> but he, um, comforted his little sister and said, don't cry, Gretel, sleep well, God will help us. So the next morning, mom came out, gave them more bread. I would also they like took to it. mention, uh, Brothers Grimm, love God. Yeah. Big, big into God. I didn't mean to interrupt, but, like, God is a big, th- <laughs> which is weird because of how fucked up. They must have been Old Testament boys. Mm-hmm. So continue. Um, I'm sorry. So then, uh, so this time, since he didn't have the rocks, he was using breadcrumbs, you yes. know, to stop and do yes. whatever. That is what I heard of because when you said rocks, I was not picturing pebbies as you referred to them. Right. I was thinking like rocks, and so I was like, wouldn't someone know, or wouldn't like, like how amazing were Hansel's calf muscles after walking Pretty around? Decent. So I, but okay, like little pebbles, like that, a hundred percent makes sense. Yeah, they were just like little pebbles, little pebs. Okay. Um. So, um. Any. So since like Hansel had like you know ditched all of his bread, Gretel shared hers with him because they're they really like love each other and shit. Then they fell asleep. Was this a Game of Thrones situation? Um. No, Holly. Um. They're not Cersei and Jamie. 
Um, anyway, so no one came back to get the kids. Uh, it was dark at night when they awoke, and Hansel comforted Gretel and said, Wait, when the moon comes up, I'll be able to see the crumbs of the bread that I scattered, and we'll get back home. So the moon appeared, they got up. So, um, they didn't know what the sun was at this time, so they called it the moon. Wait, what? When the moon appeared, they got up. Wait. But they could not the find the crumbs. The brothers grimmed. Didn't know that, oh, I mean, it was a very long time, wait, what? I think they thought the moon and the sun were the same thing, right? No, I think maybe someone, no, that's the same place I got mine from. Yeah, yeah. I think the Brothers Grimm are fucking idiots. Who knows? They they probably thought the moon, there was probably some, philo- yeah, no. So, obviously, you. it wasn't as, it didn't work as well with the pebbles as it did with the bread, because birds ate most of the bread, so yeah. they weren't able to find their way. You could see that from a mile away. So, mile they, they walked crumbs. through the entire night, and, oh, okay, I think they just waited until the moon came out, and then they started walking through the night, so the moon was out. Might be. So, they know what moon moon is. Everyone does. Um, the next day, from morning until evening, they walked and tried to find their way, but they didn't. Um, they were terribly hungry, and they had eaten only a few small berries and, like, that fucking bread the night before. Um, and then and they because the they were shit. so tired, their legs were no longer, like, able to, like, carry them. So they lay down under a tree and fell asleep. Um, it was already the third morning since they had left the father's house. Uh, they started walking again, but managed only to go deeper and deeper into the woods. Um, if help did not come soon, they would perish. At midday, they saw a little snow-white bird sitting on a branch. It sang so beautifully that they stopped to listen. When it was finished, finished, it stretched its wings and flew in front of them. They followed it until it came to a little house. The bird sat on top of the roof, and when they came closer, they saw that that little house was built entirely from bread with a roof made of cake, and the windows were made of clear sugar. So it wasn't a gingerbread house? It wasn't bread. gingerbread and all candy in the original. It was just a bread house. It's like a wonder <laughs> bread house? Have you heard the story White of... White bread house would be... Ooh, sourdough house. Oh, have you heard the story of when Dad went to the Wonder Bread factory in, as a kid no. in school? No. Dad went to the Wonder Bread factory because there's one in Denver, Colorado. Uh-huh. His whole class went there. They, like, took a bus and everything, obviously. Like, you know, field trips work. Work. Word. Everybody got, everybody a, got loaf a loaf of bread. Of bread. <laughs> dad ate all of his on the way home and threw up. That sounds like Dad. <laughs> that sounds like Dad. I'm sorry to keep going off on tangents. No, but I love it. I we feel- do only, however, have 15 minutes oh, well. before the movie. We live in, you know what, Morgan? It's a live in La Vida Loca. Sweater, bitter, sweater, Twitter. Okay, go So, on. anyways, these kids are kind of dicks because they were just like, let's eat this fucking house, even though we don't know who it is. Um, oh, so, if I was starving and I saw, I would think it was a mirage, honestly. Right. I would just start eating and then I would realize I was eating paint chips and then I would die of lead poisoning and it'd be fine. Accurate. Um, so Hansel broke off a little bit of the roof and, like, tasted it. Um, and he was like, and then they heard a little voice saying, nibble, nibble, little mouse, who's nibbling at my house? Yeah, that w- I would be like, okay, bye, this weird house, this food house talks! No, so then the kids answered and they were like, the wind, the wind, the heavenly child! <laughs> so they blamed the wind. They continued to eat without being distracted. Hansel, who very much <laughs> liked the taste of the roof, tore down another large piece and Gretel poked out an entire round of window pane. Suddenly the door opened. A woman as old as the hills and leaning on a crutch came creeping out. Hansel and Gretel were so frightened that they dropped what they were holding in their hands. But the old woman shook her head and said, Oh, you dear children, who brought you here? Just come in and stay with me. No harm will come to you. 
Yeah, when anyone says no harm will come to you, guess what? They want to eat you. Plus, you just ate, like, half her house. She has every right to be upset. I'd be like, you know what? It's either have a house or have something to eat. So she took them inside. I think I'm on her side. Right. She served them, like, a really, really big meal of, like, milk and pancakes with sugar, apples, and nuts. Um, And then she, like, let them sleep there and gave them, like, a nice little room. So she's not, like, evil and crazy. I mean, she is. but No, they're delirious and shouldn't have. Wait, no, I'm on her side. She wants to fatten them up. Right, but she had only pretended to be friendly because she was actually a wicked witch. She was hoarding food during a time of crisis. She would have been, like, arrested. She's like a witch, Holly. She can create food. I thought you said she was rich. I'm like, then why was her house made out of... No, I didn't say she was rich, but she's also a witch. Okay, if you were a witch, why... Okay, so, do you think that she made her house out of food at that point to lure them to her and her house was made... Yes, Holly. Haven't you ever heard this damn story before? I thought that she just always 100% lived in a gingerbread house. I didn't know that she changed oh, her house. Oh, let's keep reading. Specifically, okay. So, um, weird fact in this story, witches have red eyes and cannot see very far, but they have a sense of smell like an animal and know when humans are approaching. So this lady, she did make the house just so she could lure kids because she wanted to eat them because she's a cannibal. A cannibal. Is she, She's Albert Fish, too. Yep. Uh, when Hansel and Gretel came near to her, she laughed wickedly and spoke scornfully. Now I have them. They will not get away from me again. Um, early the next morning before they woke, she got up, went to their beds, looked at the two of them laying there so peacefully with their full red cheeks because they're all full and shit now. Gross. They will be a good mouthful, she mumbled to herself. Ew. Then she grabbed Hansel with her withered and carried her withered hand and carried him to a little stall where she locked him behind a cage. Cry as he might, there was no help for fucking Hansel. Bye, Hansel. Then she shook Gretel and cried, get up, lazy bones. That's used a lot in this story. Fetch water and cook something good for your brother. He's locked outside in the stall and is to be fattened up. When he's fat, I'm going to eat him. And she was like, um, She's like, cool, I'm going to bake him a cake with a razor blade in it to get out of there. But she had to do what the witch said, um, and now Hansel was given, like, the best things to eat every day, but Gretel received nothing but crayfish shells, which is weird, because wouldn't she also be trying to fatten Gretel up during this time, too? Like, why are you just trying to fatten one of them up? Maybe she only likes to eat boys. Okay. Um, every morning, the woman crept out, um, to the stall and shouted, Hansel, stick your, stick out your finger so I can tell if you're fat yet. Ew, (laughs) I hate this story. Um, but Hansel stuck out... A little bone in the woman who had really bad eyes, like I said. She thought the bone was his finger, and she was like, why aren't you getting fat? Um, so four weeks had passed, Wait, and Hansel was still why do you have a little thin. bone? There was just one in there from when the last guy she ate. Ew. Again, she not really explained. Not really explained. Okay, um, So four sense. weeks passed. Hansel was still thin, as she thought, because of this bone. Um, but she was like, fuck it, dude. I'm hungry. And she said, hey, Gretel, hurry up and fetch some water. Um, Whether he's fat or not, tomorrow he's going to be my little yummy snack. Fuck her. Um, I'm against her now. She's my, I hate her. Yeah, she's gross. She is my Um, worst enemy. So, uh, uh, not Hansel, Gretel cried out, if only the wild animals had devoured us in the woods, then we would have at least died together. Um, the old woman was like, shut up, bitch. And so the next morning, Gretel had to get up early, hang up the kettle with water, and make a fire, because they were obviously going to, like, boil Gretel. Honestly, hot, uh, Gretel got the better end of the stick. Uh, a little I bit. I mean, she has to do chores, but, like, she's not being fattened up to eat. Right. 
Um, so she said, first we're going to bake. I've already made a fire in the oven and kneaded the dough. So apparently she was going to make a little Hansel, like, I don't know, calzone. Uh, she pushed it's like poor Gretel outside. Tie, a meat pie. Yeah. Outside to the oven from which fiery flames were leaping. Climb in, said the witch, and see if it's hot enough to put the bread in yet. And when Gretel was inside, she intended to close the oven and bake her and eat her as well. So I don't know why she wasn't fattening Gretel up because she was also, like, planning on eating her ass too. Maybe she liked some lean and some meat. Maybe. <laughs> so like Gretel movie... saw... Whatever that movie was. I'm sorry. Continue. Um, so Gretel saw what she had in mind and said, I don't know how to do that. How can I get inside? <laughs> Stupid goose, said the old woman. The opening is big enough. See, I could fit in myself. And she crawled inside and stuck her head in the oven. Then Gretel gave her a shove, causing her to fall in. And then she closed the door with like a bar. And the old woman started like screaming, but Gretel ran away um, and left the the witch to burn up miserably. Um, so she unlocked Hansel and they're like leaving. She's all, the witch is dead and shit. Hansel's all, fuck good. I'm so fat now. Um, but they they were super happy. They were hugging. They had a rocky montage where he got skinny again. It says they kissed each other. I told you it was a fucking Game of Thrones situation. Yeah, um, they had nothing to fear. Uh, they went into the witch's house. Uh, I think Wait, they, they like, went probably back? stole some food. Well, she's dead now. Ew, they stole some back. food, some pearls, some stones that they would have stuff to like bring back to their parents. They're straight up murderers. Um, Gretel said, "I'm going to take some of these home with me." She filled her apron. Um, we got to leave. The witch is in the woods. Um, after walking a few hours, they arrived at a large body of water that they couldn't get across, um, and there are no boats, um, but there is a white duck swimming. If I ask, it will help us across. So, they called out, duckling, duckling, here stand Gretel and Hansel, neither a walkway nor a bridge. Take us onto your white back. <laughs> Wait, ducks are small, fucking idiots. How yeah, little are these I don't kids? Know. This is a big duck, apparently. Fuck off. Uh, the duckling came up to them, Hansel Fuck climbed onto it. Um, asked the little sister to sit down next to him. No, said Gretel. It would be too heavy for the duck. It should take us across one at a time. Um, and that is what the good animal did. And then they were safely on the other side. They walked a little while. The woods grew more and more familiar. Then they finally saw the father's house in the distance. They began to run, rushed inside, threw their arms around their father's neck. parents' house. Right. Um, the man had not even one happy hour since he had left the kids. However, the woman had died. I'll think how. I bet it's not I don't explained. know. Uh, Gretel shook her apron, scattering the pearls and stones. Um, Hansel added to them by throwing a handful of his. And now they had money. And so the tale is done. A mouse has run. And whoever catches it can make for what? himself it a large fur cap. I don't know. That's how the story ends. That's fucking weird. I don't like that. And that's Hansel and Gretel. Um, yeah. Weird. Fuck that one. Yeah. <laughs> So, we're back. You didn't know we left, but we had to go and see the movie It, and it was good. We didn't have to go, but we did, and it was it was tight. It was okay. I was down for it. I could always use more Bill Skarsgård, personally. I thought it was really gross, but, um, spoiler alert, there's a clown, and clowns are really scary. Spoiler alert. Don't, don't give any real spoiler alerts. This came out, Everyone like, does. yesterday. That's funny. It came out today. It came out today. Came out Thursday. The whatever today is. <laughs> yeah, it's today. It's today. 
So, back to the Brothers Grimm. We got one more story for you. It's a doozy, and it's called The Girl Without Hands. How do you say it in German, Morgan? Um, das Machen ohne Honda. Oh, right. That was the one that sounds like Honda. Um, sounds like Honda Accord. A Honda Accord. A Honda according to Jim. So, <laughs> uh, it starts out, there's a dude chopping wood, obviously. P.S. If my German is awful, I know. You don't have to tell me, German listeners. Oh, I'm sure our German <laughs> listeners are very kind. And other countries wherein there are people who speak German. True. Um, I mean... All right, back to Das Machen on a Honda. Yeah, back to... Da. Did you just say, what's, like, Ex Machina? Das? Ex Machina. Okay. Machen So, I'm going to go Honda. back to Dude Chopping Wood. Dude, where's my wood? Dude, where's my wood? Shut the <laughs> fuck up. So, a stranger comes up to him and was like, why the fuck are you chopping wood? I'll give you money if you give me whatever's behind your barn. And the dude what? was like, you mean my apple tree? Yeah, fucking take it. I don't care. Uh, so, the stranger leaves and says he'll be back in three years to take what was behind the... What? The... Wood Time barn. flies by in these stories like nothing. They're like, yeah. and then 17 years later. Yeah, and then it's like, wait, whoa, whoa. People, okay, because no one was living to be that old back then. Right. Let's be honest. <laughs> You're, you hit yeah. like your midlife crisis at like 10. For sure. <laughs> uh, if you're lucky. Same here. So the dude goes into his house and it's been filled with gold and riches and his wife was like, um, what the fuck just happened? And he was like, oh honey, don't worry. This like old dude offered us riches in return for whatever was behind our barn, which is our stupid apple tree. And like, fuck that tree. He can have it. We have gold now. We can buy a thousand apple trees. Right. We'll just buy all the trees. And the wife was like, fuck. She's like, that was actually the devil and our daughter was standing behind the barn you dumb idiot so technically he just gave the devil his daughter his daughter which is das machen arachanda right and he was not as lucky as charlie daniels he could not make it out of the deal by playing a fiddle right (laughs) (laughs) that song is crazy uh so three years pass and the devil comes back and the devil's like "Ooh, don't come anywhere near me you're too clean. Keep her the fuck away from water. Don't let her wash herself. What? So the devil's like already being very controlling. He likes dirty bitches? He likes dirty bitches. I guess only he can bring dirty... Like she was too pure. Okay. So he left and came back the next day. But since the girl had I mean, rightfully cried into her hands because no doy the devil was gonna make right. her his, her bride. Um, so he was like, her hands are too clean, and told the da- dad to chop them off. The dad was like, no, thank you. And the devil was like, if you don't cut off her fucking hands, then I'm going to take you back to hell with me and do whatever I want to you. And the so the devil's by. <laughs> the devil's lit. The devil is by, which is super cool. Um, he's actually pan. It's Lamprinth. Anyways, so the Pan's dad goes up to his daughter and is like, yeah, sorry, kiddo. I got to chop off those hands. There's no way... I'm not hell. going to hell, but you can with There's, no hands. Yeah, pun 100% Or intended. just go rub your hands in the dirt, sweetie. Yeah, I'm not spending the rest of eternity, or eternity getting butt-fucked by Satan. Yeah, no, definitely not. Um, which I think is a little selfish, but the daughter said, Father, do what you want with me. I am your child. Whoa. Yeah, women's opinions mean literally nothing in these stories. Yeah. So, again, the girl wept. Um, wait, no, hold on. Uh... 
No, first, okay. She so rubbed he, into her stubs? She chop. no, this was pre-stubs. He, she chops off her hands, the devil leaves, and, um, like, well, I don't understand why he took her when her hands were chopped off, because then he wasn't clean anymore. Like, what pressing meetings did he need to get to back in hell? Right. Like he was like, Ugh, just chop her hands off and I'll, like, come back and get her later. I have to, like, go drop off some, like, fucking shit. Right. I'd be like, hey, how about you just go, like, dirty up her hands, because I'm going to want hands for, like, stuff. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because he's like, I got to get those. Fu-. Well, no. Hands- Don't all guys want hand jobs? Hands are off. Hands are off now. Well, yeah. So he's coming back. Yeah. So he comes back and um, he sees that she'd been crying again. So there were tears all over her, like, arms and stuff. And so he was like, she's disgusting. I don't want anything to do with her anymore. And the dad's what? like, yeah. So he was like over her. Well, that's so the best. So we think... Um, and the dad was like, okay, well, I'll take care of you. I have all this gold now from cutting off your hands, and it's all good. And she's like, no, I'm just going to, like, wander around, and people will feel bad for me, so I'll be fine. What? Yeah. She doesn't I'm, want her dad's I'm help? paraphrasing, but that's basically what she says. Um, she soon realizes that without hands, she can't eat. <laughs> yeah. She comes to a royal garden. Except sees, doggy food style. Well, she Dog actually... Style. She doggy eats, style. She She eats... In another animal style, because she sees a royal garden, she sees a pear tree, but she can't make it past the moat to get to the tree, so she cried out to God to help her. Again, a lot of God. But And the an angel appeared and helped her get to the pears. It's uh, nice she, of the angel. And she, I think, like, sat on the angel's, like, shoulders and just ate the pear <laughs> off of the tree like a giraffe. Like a horse. And then she fell asleep in a bush. Sure. So the groundskeeper who doesn't right no that's like you know you you know how you like bush snack and then bush time snack and then I go and lay in a bush. Uh, the groundskeeper saw her eating the pear, but got scared when he saw the angel and I'm guessing the girl with nubs eating a pear off of a yeah, tree. Yeah, Yeah, like he's like, uh, yeah, I wouldn't go anywhere near that if I thought someone was an angel and then I saw like I don't mean to like be rude to people who like have had amputations but i'm sorry if i saw that i would be a little freaked out at night i mean if they seemed like cleaned up and like okay but from the sound of the story is they're dirty hands they're dirty dirty uh, nubs you mean yeah yeah well no she's just eating it off of their like i don't even fucking know so 1800s people were fucking crazy who knows man so um the groundskeeper didn't say anything, but then the next day the king came out to count all the pears to make sure they were all there. To make sure they were all there because this king had a lot of time on his hands. Seriously, the king was like, "Where the fuck's that one pear?" And the groundskeeper was like, "It wasn't me. It was a spirit and this girl with no arms." And she came and ate the pear with her mouth, <laughs> opposed to eating it with her butt. That's like that's how it said. That's yeah. like written down. I'm like, what she the ate f- it with her mouth. <laughs> how the fuck else would she eat it? Like I realize you used your hands, but she's not like making like hand puppets and like mm, with this, I'm eating this pear. She ate it with her mouth. She ate it with you know her well uh, maybe they like called pussy mouths yeah here? morgan speaking of pussy maybe my they leggings met, ripped <laughs> maybe they met her upstairs mouth oh um so what? the king didn't believe the groundskeeper so he stayed with him overnight to see if it would happen again and it did and he approached the girl and asked if she was a spirit and she was like no i'm just really gross and i've been abandoned by everyone but god because this like angel is here or whatever 
but like she comes and goes. It's like positive. <laughs> and she was so beautiful again. The angel or the girl with the girl, hands? The girl okay. with no hands. That's the, my hand on a key, Honda? Yeah. The king was like, I won't abandon you. Let's get together. Who cares if you don't have hands? I never liked hand jobs anyway. What? I, that, I, again, paraphrasing. Wait, the king wants to get with the angel. No, the kid wants, or the king wants to get with no hands. Because she's cute? Because she's beautiful, yeah. He's like, I'm not, I'm looking at them titties. I'm not looking at your hands. Yeah, I'm He's so like, rich, you still have you a mouth, hands. right? We, we clearly made it clear you have a mouth. That's what you were eating a pear with. You're good with your mouth, it seems Looks like. Looks like you're pr- I saw you handle that pear. Yeah, the way you were handling them pears. The way you were handling them pears, that is why I want to marry you. <laughs> Girl, the way you handle them pears got me going crazy. Girl, I get the way you handle them pears. Okay, so, anywho... <laughs> He made her silver hands, very Game of Thrones. Love it. Uh, which I'm Obsessed guessing were heavy and completely non-functional. She, she's constantly dragging her hands she's, around. She's just like, uh, she's just sitting all the time. She's like, it would be cool if I could get up and do something, but at least my hands are beautiful. But at least it looks like I have hands. Yeah. It's, uh, or, I don't know. It's a very weird hand thing. I wonder if It'd George be good for Lucas. Punching. Yeah. You, you could like fuck someone up with a nub, I feel like. If yeah. you if you were good with it, um, so um, let's see. The king had to go away to a war, and he told his mother to watch after his new wife. And that if since she didn't have hands, because she she has no hands, she we cannot haven't pointed wipe. out yet. This girl, no hands. This girl, no. Yeah, no. We totally mentioned she didn't no, have I hands. I know. I'm kidding. Oh right. Molly. Oh god. I'm sorry. Take a joke. Forgot it was a bit. This story is literally called the girl without hands. It's late. Um. So any hoozle, uh, he's like, send a letter if she happens to have a baby. So they what? clearly were fucking enough that he's like, she's going to get pregnant. Yeah. Uh, so of course she had got pregnant. Um, she gave birth to a little boy and the mother wrote a letter to the king and gave it to a messenger to bring. To so him. he was gone over nine months. He was gone for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Because Damn. she had the baby. Yeah. Yeah. She had the baby, yeah. I mean, this is another one of those stories where a lot of fucking time passes. Yeah, seriously. So, on the way there, the messenger is stopped by the devil, and the devil replaces the letter with a different one that said that the baby was a changeling, which I had to look up, and that means that their real baby was swapped with a fairy baby while no one was looking, and that's really bad. I think they talk about, I think there's like a creepypasta about that. Like, if you, like, haven't been taken, you have, like, this certain birthmark on you. I don't know. It's something weird. Scary. I think they talk about it on last podcast. Um, Shut up. So, the king's, like, really, like, bummed. But he's like, well, I mean, this is still my baby. And, uh, like, whatever. I mean, I guess I'll just get over it. And so he wrote the wife, uh, he wrote his mom back and was like, it's cool. Just make sure to take care of my wife and this new fairy baby. That oh, I'm- that was nice. He seems like yeah. a good guy. He is a good guy. Um, the messenger stopped on the way back to take a nap and the devil came and switched out the letter again. And this letter was the king telling his mother to kill his wife and the baby. Whoa. The king's mom was like, what the fuck? No way, Jose. And wrote him like a bunch of different times being like, kept asking like, is this what you want me to do? And the devil kept fucking with all the letters and like sent one last one and was like, I want you to kill the woman and the child and to prove it to me, cut out the girl's tongue and eyes. So the mom was like. And what? Mail him? Well, to have them there when he got back. 
because um, uh-huh. he said he was coming back soon. Um, so the king's mom was like, fuck that. And she killed the deer and cut out its tongue and eyes and then oh, told good. the girl that she like had to take the baby and get the fuck out of there because yeah. she was supposed to be dead and she like felt really bad, obviously. But so she's walking on the forest with her baby in a baby Bjorn. Um, the angel appears and showed her to a little house that had a sign that read anyone here can live free. Aww. I think it's kind of sweet. Um, she lived there for seven years. Holy for some shit. reason, when I read that in the story, it made me think of the whitest kids sketch, the like uh, Hobbit one, and they're like, in the year eleven t seventy teen, then in the year eleven t seventy eleven d twenty. It's so funny. Oh, so uh, after seven years, her hands grew back because God was like, yeah, you can just have your hands. What? Yeah. The king came back uh, after war. And oh wait, didn't so recognize no. her because she had hands. Yeah. Well, no, he came back to the, his mom. Oh. And was like, um, and she was like, I did as you asked, and I killed the queen and your baby. And she showed them the tongue and eyes, and the king was like, what the fuck? He was like, no. And the mother was like, wait, what? And she was like, and then she realized, like, that he didn't know that. And they figured out what the and old so switcheroo. And so she was like, oh, she was, well, maybe not that, but, like, she was like, oh, well, they're actually not dead. They're right. just, like, wandering the forest. <laughs> um... So the king and his mom have, like, a really good relationship, despite the fact that the devil keeps trying to fuck with them. Yeah, what's the devil's pr- issue? I don't know, man. Um, but You the didn't king... want no hands. Why you want her now? Yeah. It's also really, really... Because she got hands? Yeah. Well, it's weird, because I don't... Because the devil doesn't come back into the story, but if you ever have ever seen the show Futurama, there is an episode where uh, Fry wants to play... Um, Oh, fuck. Why can't I think of the instrument? It's kind of like a, a, a futury clarinet. He uh, plays the holophoner, but he plays it really poorly, and so he makes a deal with the devil to get new hands, hmm. and the de- he gets the devil's hands. Okay. So that's kind of... I mean, there's a, some sort of similarity. And then there's like a double crossing, because then the devil... I mean, it's a really cool episode. I don't want to give spoilers for a show that's been on out for like 30 years. Right. Um, so anyways. Um, this seven... is a long tale of the girl with no hands. Yeah. She's got a long and uh, a, like a hard story. At least she got her hard hands story. back. At least she got her hands back. That's how Stella got her hands back. Um, <laughs> so the king left and searched for his wife for another goddamn seven years. Are you kidding? Yeah. That's... So this kid's 14. Exactly. So he gets to the house and the angel lets them in. And we find out that the son's name is filled with grief. What? His name is filled with grief. Why? Filled hyphen, filled hyphen with hyphen grief. I don't know. The one time they decide to give characters a name and it's not a fucking name. What the fuck? I know. I mean, it's not a name you hear very often. So the angel told filled with grief to put a cloth over his father's face and filled with grief was like, I don't have a dad. And the girl formerly known as no hands comes out and she's like, I'm your wife and this is your son filled with grief. Um, the king was like, field is a cool first name filled like F I L L E D not field of grief. Field oh, of Dreams. Right. I'm at a tired place right now. That's cool. So the mom and Field of Dreams uh, <laughs> were there, and the king was like, uh, my wife had silver hands. And she was like, uh, God gave me new ones, duh. And then she showed him her old silver hands. Her old hands. And he hands. was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. 
But, like, it's only been 14 years. I can't imagine that she looks that much different. Right. Like, she only... The only difference is now she has hands. I told you he wasn't going to recognize her with hands. You were right. You were right. He must have... I don't know, man. Uh, So they went back to the castle and lived happily ever after. And, again, it's one of those that doesn't end with they all die. And, um... At least the devil doesn't come back. The devil's just out there fucking with other people in these stories. He's scurry. I don't well, like him. No. He seems, like, petty. He also seems like he has a lot... He's very busy, because he had to, like... He's like, okay, chop off her hands, and then I'll be back. So he was probably doing something else really shitty he in another... He somebody else to chop yeah. their hands off. He was off. in another... The Brothers Grimm story telling them to do something terrible. So that is The Brothers Grimm, uh, brought to you by Holly and Morgan... We are really tired. We are. So let's get out these little pluggies. Let's get out the plugs. Instagram is at the Sisters Grim Podcast. Our Twitter is just Sisters Grim Pod. Um, our Facebook is, you know, Sisters Grim Podcast. Our website is, you know, www.thesistersgrimpodcast.com. If you are someone who still adds in the www. I do. You add in the www dot? No, I'm kidding. Oh, my God. I was just going to throw you out the window. Oh, my God. Please don't. Oh my I'm God. too tired to, like, do that right to now. To do with anything. Um, you can follow me at Morgana D. Free on that Instagram. You can ho- hollow Holly. You can follow Holly at Holly Cheeseburger. Cheeseburg. I'm Cheeseburg on the streets, Cheeseburger in the sheets. For and sure. by that, I mean... Cheeseburg. Your hamburger on the streets, cheeseburger in the streets. No, I'm Cheeseburg on the Twitter, and I'm Cheeseburger on the Instagram. Oh, I see what you're saying. But no, 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 I'm Ho- Oh, no, 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 it's Holly Cheeseburg, my bad, and Holly Cheeseburger. Nobody asked. Um, we're giving out (laughs) our, uh, Like and subscribe on Instagram, and, like, review us if you're feeling oh so generous. Morgan's Instagram is (laughs) buttholesurfer- Lover sixty nine. Whatever, they're a decent underscore band. big X little X. <laughs> Yo, taking it back to Zanga days. Morgan is still still a scene kid. Six 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 big X little X big X. Big oh my X. god, that'd be a really good Instagram name. Still a scene kid. <laughs> oh my god, I'm checking. Oh my god, check to see if I'm it's checking available. It right. All now. right, bye guys. Bye. We think you're cool we'll and love funny you. and smart and funny and. Whatever. We'll uh, give you an update on that Instagram later. Have a great week and, you know. Maybe next week you'll be following one of us at <laughs> used to be a scene or still and, a scene yeah, kid. Yeah, look out for still a scene kid. Follow, uh, look up that every day. Okay. Cute. Night. Pencil and Gretchen lost in